Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my co-host, Sean Bowles. Sean, what is happening on the show today? Well, today on the show, can you survive when one of your employees embezzles money all while you're writing your passion project book and your father abruptly dies and he's attempting a hostile takeover? We're going to explore the marketplace today by talking to Brian Citron, who's an expert entrepreneur in the marketing space, who's also inspiring people all around the world, especially on college campuses, to pursue their entrepreneurship and dreams. He's driven by people and has a background of going into some of the most extreme missions in places like Haiti and Vietnam, but also his new passion project, this book he's written, is something we really want to focus on in the interview, and I think it's going to be really good to talk about the ups and downs of really overcoming in this world we live in right now. Today on Exploring Marketplace, you don't want to miss it. Banks are collapsing. The interest rates keep going up. Gas prices are all-time high. When all of these things are happening in the world around us, we have God who's our provider. God who brings provision that's unusual and non-deserved even into our lives. And he brings provision really around the point of giving us everything we need to resource our destiny, our families, so that Jesus could get the fullness of his reward. And I've written a book called Provision, which is going to help you look at different areas of life and have a prayer a prophetic word and also or a message and also a declaration. If you've been in a place where you have provision, but you need God to be a multiplier. If you're at a place where there's some areas of challenge, especially financially or in resources, this is going to give you biblical scriptures, words, quotes, phrases, declarations, prophecies, and prayers that could just change everything. And if you get it today at bullsministries.com, you're also going to get a teaching series that goes along with it. So we have a video teaching series to release to you right now that you're only going to get in this season. Get the book today and activate God as a provider in your life. Welcome back. We're here with Brian Citrin. Brian, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're excited about you and your new book, Wild Expectation. I want to hear about what caused you to write this book. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. And so I wrote Wild Expectance because um, out of conviction, I was successful in business. I was speaking at a conference for successful doctors, actually, um, because I run a marketing agency that runs ads for doctors all around the country. And I remember I'm at this practice management group talking to these practice owners, many of which own like a million dollar practice. And I just really sensed God speak to me in that moment. And it wasn't audible, but it was inner knowing. And it was, what are you doing here? And not that it was wrong that I was doing business for these doctors because I was helping a lot of people around the country. And I just really sensed that God wanted me to unlock uh, in people a lot of the experiences that I've had back before I launched my business, that these doctors had no clue that I had been over a decade doing campus ministry at UCLA and then USC. And then I'd been to Haiti 28 times, been to Vietnam six times. And I have all these crazy wild God stories. And it was even while I was walking the streets of Haiti that God had spurred in me to launch this business that would eventually lead me to be speaking in front of those chiropractors. But God didn't want me to forget about all these crazy stories. And God wanted me to be able to unlock the same kinds of experience I've had in the lives of other people too. And so I was really convicted at that moment that I knew I had to tell the stories alongside of running my business because people had to know. And then it would be a great um, tie-in 
whenever I was doing business to be able to, to share my book and share these stories with different entrepreneurs I was working with and be a great tie in the faith, talking with them in, in wow. the in the marketplace. Well, take us back into to some of those stories. I mean, you went from missions and campus ministry to business. Like, Take us on that journey as far as your career, your trajectory, your calling of God. And let's get to know that some. Sure. So when I graduated with my Bachelor of Science in Entrepreneurship, it was never my desire to actually go into the mission field. I was the president of the Entrepreneurship Association. It was my desire to, you know, launch a business to make a bunch of money, fund the gospel, but I didn't want to be a missionary. But as I was praying in the spirit six months before I graduated, I really sensed God was speaking to me and really shifting my trajectory. And I remember I was praying in the spirit church, and I really sensed that God wanted me to move to L.A., and basically move to one of the most expensive cities in the world and work for free. <laughs> and I'm like, this couldn't be you, Lord. This is crazy. You know, you, I just spent four years getting in debt. And now I'm supposed to move out to Los Angeles and do mission work and work for free and raise a budget. This is crazy. Wow. And raising a budget is basically running a business, right? Right. And so I called my brother because my brother knew the pastor out there. And I was telling him about this. And he said, if God's calling you to, you to do that, you have to call the campus pastor and let him know. And so I called him, and he answered the phone, which is a big deal because he normally is in meetings. They'll always call you back. And I said, I think that God wants me to move to L.A. and do an internship with you. And he says, Brian, you called me at the right time. Wow. And we fast forward a couple of months, and everything is official, and we're talking. We haven't <laughs> taken on a new intern for a year and a half, but I was praying in the Spirit about to go on a week-long fast on the 4 or 5 highway. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and told me that I was going to get an unexpected phone call. And pretty much the answer better be yes. And Brian, you called me within minutes. And, wow. and that's how I entered the mission field. And I, and I was just giving a year to missions. But then one year became two years, two years became three years. And next thing I know, you know, I, I've done ministry for over a decade. And, um, and sometime into that, I remember I was walking on the streets of Haiti I'm really praying about how I can make a bigger impact in missions. How can I make more money? Because like I'm a donor-backed missionary this time. And even though I have business skills, I feel like I wasn't using them. And I felt like God hadn't released me to go back into business. But as I was walking in the, in the, on the streets of Haiti, um, I had some other business projects that I was working on that had bailed. And I, I was tens of thousands of dollars in debt from some of these failed projects. And I was having a conversation with that same pastor and, and he was suggested that I start my own agency. And because I got involved in the digital marketing space in the past, but I was basically selling for somebody else and just wasn't working out. Both of my parents were chiropractors. My uncle's a chiropractor. And I learned that my dad owned chiropracticadvertising.com, which is like an amazing domain name. And I just really sensed that God was speaking to me that I needed to create a brand around that domain name. And so... I went back to the Missouri for Christmas to visit my family and I was meeting with my uncle and I asked him if I could run ads for his practice. And he said, yes. And that's how I basically took my dad's domain name and built a nationwide brand out of that because it was successful. And then we, we had other chiropractors, you know, come to me and that was successful and they referred me other people and I started running ads. And before I knew it, you know, I was running chiropractic, you know, marketing strategy for practices all around the nation. Um, I spoke along along stage uh, some prominent chiropractors, but that wasn't the the main thing. That taught me the skills, right? That really positioned me for the next part of my journey, which I'm excited about. Well, 
Brian, let's go back to the mission field and your failed business experiences. You're a man of great perseverance. And so you're you're trying to start things on the mission field, but what were you learning in your heart on the mission field? And and what did the Lord teach you about timing with the first failed uh, businesses? You know, I learned that even though that if you fail a business, it's not a failure. You learn something from that. So mm-hmm. like if you go to college, you're paying a lot of money, you know, to go to college to learn, you pay a lot of money for education. And so some of the, your best, you know, experience is through failure, right? Yeah. And so you're able to learn from that failure, number one, but also it builds faith. Seeing that if you failed and God, you know, was met you where you were at in the middle of that failure, mm-hmm. you know, if you fail again, he'll meet you where you're at and, and just do what you can to step out in faith and be obedient. And if you miss it, it's okay. God's going to pick you up and he'll always give you a strategy, even if we make a mistake and even if we miss it, you know, I believe that God can lead us almost like a GPS that if we screw up in business, you know, and we're trying to serve him, you know, it's almost like he'll reroute us to the next exit. And maybe that that next exit is painful, you know, but he can reroute us and we can still get to where we're supposed to be at on time or even even faster. When you have some tangible stories about that, because why you were launching this, it sounds like from the notes I was reading that you had an employee who was embezzling money and spending money and trying to do a hostile takeover. And something around that time, I think your father passed away. Can you tell us his stories? Because you you lived through some of those hard yeah. times and some of those some of those, you know, employee betrayals and those things. Absolutely. So, so I remember at the beginning of this podcast, I was talking about how I was at that conference and I really sensed God was saying, what are you doing here? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks later, I was receiving my two comic club award um, in front of tens of thousands, of, not in front, in front of thousands of entrepreneurs. Right. And I sat down next to a book coach. So within two weeks of God speaking to me, I literally had a coach that was coaching me through how to write this book that God was asking me to do. And so if he asks you to do something, he'll always provide a way. But within three weeks into starting that journey of being obedient to God, my father passed away from mm-hmm. cancer. And literally within 12 hours at like three in the morning, my main employee sends himself like $45,000 on like the company credit cards wow. and proceeds to try to take over the business and tell another team member of mine that he now owns the company and to call of our, all of our clients and tell them that, that he owns the business now, thinking that I'm not paying attention because my father died and thinking that I'm MIA. Thankfully, you know, I was awake when this happened. And so I immediately go into risk mitigation mode and lock him out of all the accounts and like start calling all the clients. And, and thankfully, my team member, you know, immediately called me to say what's happening. And uh, it was crazy. Somebody who had been praying for me in my book launch told me that through prayer that basically the enemy had dispatched his lieutenants to try to attack my book, specifically to try to attack the finances of my business because mm-hmm. the enemy didn't want this book to get released. It's that powerful of a book that, that that's the kind of warfare that, that I'm dealing with, with regarding this book. But because I didn't quit, like if if God tells you to do something, Sean, you have to do it. And I know you know that. But if God tells you to do something and you step out and you're being, of course, there's going to be resistance. Of course, yeah. there's going to be attacks coming. But that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> if you weren't experiencing that, I I double check to make sure you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And because I didn't give up. Right. The first single woman to read this book fell in love with me. And that's a quote <laughs> of her behind me. <laughs> it's a crazy story. 
you know, I didn't really know her. She was close friends with my cousin. And I asked her to, to read the book to see if it had female appeal, because I know women read books a lot more than guys do. Yeah. And I'm trying to target, you know, the book buyers here. It turns out it does because we fell in love. And our, <laughs> and our, um, our story was actually on the news on Thanksgiving Day and she oh. on Joyce Myers podcast. And so an amazing, amazing woman because I didn't give up. I was 35 and single and now I'm 36 and engaged. Number, one. <laughs> Number two, because I didn't give up, the president of Hobby Lobby actually gave me an endorsement on the book. Wow. And because I didn't give up, my 99-year-old new age Jewish grandmother gave her life to the Lord a couple of months wow. before she died. Wow. You know, wow. someone just told me last week that who I met with last week and gave them the book that they read the book and then they got spirit filled after reading one of the chapters in it. And they came from a, a background of their skeptical the things of the spirit. And, and so this book is changing lives and I'm Including so glad <laughs> that I was obedient and I wrote the book, yeah. you know, it, it was so easy to quit in, in business. We're called to step out and do crazy things. And if we step out and do crazy things, God will meet us there out on the water. You've uh, mentioned numerous times that you didn't give up and talk to our uh, listening and viewing audience about what that means to you and, and where the spirit has come from in you to persevere. So God has a plan for each of us, right? And sure, there's going to be resistance in us fulfilling our purpose because there's a very real spiritual war that's happening. There's a spiritual war that's happening in the marketplace. There's a spiritual war that's happening around our businesses and mm -hmm. around our obedience. And so when we step out in faith, things are going to happen. Maybe it don't make sense in terms of warfare, but if we resist and keep pushing forward, okay, yeah. you're going to get the breakthrough. If you resist and keep pushing forward, God's going to do bigger and greater things than you could possibly imagine. Where personally, where did you learn this? Did, did you have a failure or what was in your DNA to, to push through like this? You know, thankfully... My many years of being a missionary, I really had to learn to, to trust God. You know, many yeah. times there was more month than money. And I'm learning to have to trust God just to be able to pay rent, right? And so sometimes, you know, God would maybe tell me to go to a church service here and the pastor gives me an opportunity to share about what I was doing and I get an offering that covers everything that I need, you know. But I'd, I'd say there was a really profound story in my book that I talk about that I'm able to reflect upon even now that really helped give me perseverance. And I remember I was meeting with this entrepreneur and I'm excited that he's going to possibly give into my mission work. I knew that his wife was very, very successful. She had three dental offices. So I'm thinking this guy can definitely afford to invest in the mission work I'm doing out in Los Angeles. And I was friends with him. So I figured he'd be excited that I was obedient to God and really invest in the, the work of the kingdom out there. And I'm meeting with him. I'm sharing the vision about our ministry. And he says, Brian, I'd really love to help you, but the Lord says no. Mm. And I'm thinking, what? I'm like, how can I possibly be successful if the Lord says no? Did I miss it? <laughs> Did I miss it, God? You know, I'm out here, you know, sacrificing, doing all these things for you, trying my very best to be obedient. And you're going around talking bad about me behind my back. That's what it felt like. <laughs> it felt like the Lord was going around and talking bad about me behind my back. How can you win if, if God is talking bad about you, right? And I'm at that moment, I'm like questioning everything. Did I miss it? Was I supposed to go out to Los Angeles? Am I being disobedient? You know, if you're telling them no, what's, you know, what am I supposed to do, God? 
And literally within an hour, you know, I went to this conference and this guy came up to me who I didn't really know. And I needed this because I was probably at my lowest moment ever mm-hmm. at that point. Right. And he says, the Lord is aware of your situation and he's taking care of your request. I'm like, whoa, I really need to hear that. Yeah. And when he said that, you know, the fear had left me. and I had a peace come over me. But not only did I have a peace come over me, I had a boldness come over me. And I said, okay, Lord, if you're so aware of my situation, let me tell you my situation. I need these three things. You know, I needed money to go to Haiti. I needed a specific amount of money to pay off some debt. And I needed a new car. And this was a Thursday. And come Sunday, I went to this church service that I felt God wanted me to go to. But I wasn't, I didn't have like a scheduled speaking engagement. But because I went there and I, I was trying to be obedient to God going in faith, they brought me forward and let me share. And they end up taking up an offering that covered the money that I need for Haiti. So bam, the first need was met. Then I received an email from this church saying that somebody had watched the live stream recording and wanted to send me some money. And so I I sent them my address, but I didn't hear back from them. And I didn't really think much of it because there have been plenty of times people said they want to help my mission work, but didn't follow through with that. So that being said, if you make a commitment, Sean, you know, keep your commitments. Yes, absolutely. But sure enough, I get this letter in the mail from someone who I didn't know. And I have the whole letter in my book. And basically it, it, it said, summarizing the letter, it said that she's trusting God for her son and trusting that God would get a hold of her son, but she didn't want to give this money to her son because she wanted her son to trust in the Lord and not her, right? And so because of that, the Lord told her to get ready to sow a seed. And when she watched the live stream, the Lord said, that's the one. Wow. And I didn't tell them that I was like trusting God for a specific amount of money. I just told that to the Lord, right? And she sends me a check made out to me for $10,000, the exact amount of money I asked God for. on wow. that wow. and, and then within a month, I had gone to this Christian rock festival that I thought God wanted me to go to and was being obedient to having this booth there trying to, to start this business that I felt God wanted me to, me to start. And I'd met someone there that came up to me and we became friends. And later she said, what kind of car do you want? And then she bought the vehicle, had it shipped out to me and even paid the taxes on it. Oh $15,000 vehicle and then sent me $1,500 to cover the taxes. Uh, within about 45 days, all three requests were taken care of. Wow. And so it turns out, Sean, that God was talking about me behind my back. But he wasn't <laughs> telling people not to support me and send bad things. He was telling this church to let me speak. He was telling the, this couple who I hadn't met to send me $10,000 and telling this other couple to buy me a car. And so it's so way, interesting because I feel like for most of our listeners, finances are one of the main ways we learn how to hear from God. They're one of the main ways that we learn how to give and receive from a place of compassion and passion. They're just so intermeshed into our life. And so many times we misunderstand that. I know when someone gets saved, one of the first things they learn about and how to hear from God is about conviction of sin. Oh, I did that wrong. You don't bring yourself to that, but God brings that. But they also learn by the way they give money, especially like when the Lord says, give to that guy who's the missionary, give to that Brian who's the missionary. And they're like, I don't want to, but I'm going to obey you, God. You know, that's just that. It's one of the ways that Christians learn how to really partnered their faith to God. And I love that so much of your story as a businessman, as an author, as a minister, as a missionary involves like your journey of learning how to have this radical faith, like what Bob had asked you about that perseverance, because God's used the the crucible in some ways of finances 
to really prove that to you and speak that to you and solidify some things in you. So it's really profound. Tell us about the book as far as what can the average person expect to get out of it by reading it? Sure. Well, first off, you're going to have a bigger vision for your life because this book unlocks vision. Like whatever you're thinking you're doing right now, God's plan is bigger than what you're thinking. And so if you can achieve plan without anyone else's help, you're not thinking big enough. And so it's wow. going to unlock greatness in terms of having expectation that you're going to rise to the top in whatever atmosphere you're in, number one. Number two, it's going to unlock the ability to hear from God in a greater measure. It's going to unlock the gifts of the Holy Spirit in a greater measure in your life. Wow. And on top of that, there's very practical stories of increasing your faith and practical stories of unlocking generosity in you and and even unlocking entrepreneurship towards the end of the book i talk about my journey and launching my business and i even have some practical business strategy of how i went from like this missionary living by faith to winning this prominent marketing award and being able to write on forbes.com well brian how do our listeners and viewers get a hold of you your website and how do they get a hold of the book so you can get the book on amazon or wherever books are sold. The book's called Wild Expectance. If you go to wildexpectance.com, there's a form you can fill out that I'm available to speak at churches, at conferences, for your events, et cetera. And so those are awesome. how you can get the book and how you can get in touch with me. Well, thanks for being on today, Brian. We really enjoyed just hearing your story and hearing what this book's done for you. I can't wait to see what it does for all of our listeners. But thank you also. And we're gonna come right back with Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month. Plus, our back catalog is available to you as well on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to BowlesMinistries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Bob, what do you think? Final thoughts with you and I. Brian's story was so interesting to me from missions trips and campus ministry to, you know, being a top sales funnel producer and making the two comma club, which by the way, he didn't explain, but that's a million dollars in sales in a year. And he, he was got that prestigious award. He had quite the story. No, he has an amazing story. I think, you know, it's hard for a lot of the ministry guys to transition into business. And it's hard for a lot of business guys to transition to ministry. And God has so many hybrids right now, like Brian. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he, you know, started out with those years in business uh, school, but then in, went straight into ministry. And I think there's a lot of people who, as we allow God to lead our lives, maybe you're watching right now, maybe you're listening right now, as we allow God to lead us, he's going to take us through a different pathway then again, we would have chosen for ourselves. We'd have this in our book, Wired to Hear. It's a different process mm -hmm. that God will choose for us and we would have chosen for ourselves. And I like that his story really narrates that well because of just where he's at now versus where he would have chosen to be. But he has, I mean, you, you don't realize that like this this campus ministry at UCLA and USC had, I mean, they had one, one time where they had spontaneous baptisms, like 75 people and the fountain at USC. They've had you know, hundreds of kids get saved. A lot of my friends were down there, like serving in his ministry team, telling us like how they were awakened through this ministry. I mean, he had so much fruit with probably thousands of young people. And then he goes straight into his marketing business. And I think we have to look for partnering to God and what God wants to do. And it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard line to toe. Right. I, I couldn't help but thinking about how he was listening to God. In our book, Wired to Hear, we talked about the different ways that you hear God. And he must have uh, employed a lot of different ways because it was uh, interesting going to, 
from campus ministry to the missions in Haiti and Vietnam. All yeah. the while, it sounded like, you know, he said that he started a few businesses while he was on the mission field. So that young man has a lot of perseverance in him. He does. And it's paying off right now, it sounds like. So it's it's exciting. I know many of you are persevering too. And I want to encourage you to mm-hmm. get the prayer you need and really focus on living a life that listens to God. Do some listening prayer. If you don't know how to hear God's voice, we have Wired to Hear book that you could buy from anywhere books are sold, but especially at bullsministries.com, my website. I want to encourage you as you've been listening to the show, we're all going after a God result, but we have to have a God process. And this show helps you to see into people's lives or in everyday careers, everyday pathways. So you can say, oh, wow, as I compare myself, I hear God that way. I see things happen like that, or I don't yet, and I want to. And it helps you to live a better prayer life because you have a prototype in front of you, not just biblically, we love the Bible, but also current lives are living maybe in the same space as you are. So until the next show, we'll see you soon. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace with us. We have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.